Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything, from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or 2 million, Atlassian software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. Tonight, I have nothing to hide. John Gosling's only interview, firing back at XK after child abuse claims. I just keep on having to defend myself all the time. It's getting really old. Why he's pointing a finger at her. I have the evidence to back it up. Then, so many wild moments from the ACM Awards. This has got to be a first. Of course, it's 2020. Nothing's going to be, like, normal. Carrie Underwood makes music history and edges out Taylor Swift. Plus, I could be happy anyway. Gwen and Blake shading their exes. Then, go home to Bel Air. We take over the Fresh Prince Mansion. And Terry Bradshaw's Oklahoma Ranch. ET starts right now. Got it. Kate and John Gosselin are at war once again. She is accusing her ex of being, quote, violent and abusive after an incident with their 16-year-old son, Colin. Now, John has come to E.T. to give his side of the story. And, John, right off the bat, I have to ask you, what is your reaction to Kate's claims? I just keep on having to defend myself all the time. And it's getting really old. I just find it very unfair that my private life with my children is being blasted out by someone who wasn't even there. John, I want to read you this quote from Kate, because she said... The police need to do their jobs. I'm so sick of John's abuse being disguised as everything, but I don't want my children around him. Enough is enough. Well, that's a very interesting quote because I believe in the police force is doing their jobs. Um, They investigated. I talked to both officers, detective. It was an argument that escalated into something. Um, You know, I I had to restrain him and I've done it a couple times. Uh, I didn't think he would call the police, but he wanted to get his way and police did their investigation and there's no charges for citations filed. 
In fact, today John shared this letter with E.T. It's from a state caseworker, and it says an investigation found the abuse report unfounded. I find it interesting that Kate is actually talking about Hannah and Colin. Considering that I have sole legal and physical custody of Colin, I've gone to all his therapy sessions, and Kate hasn't talked to him in five years. I mean, Kate didn't even show up for his custody battle when they awarded me sole legal and physical custody. So now I find it interesting that she's so concerned about a child she doesn't even talk to. John, a former DJ and reality star, now works as an IT director at a hospital. He says his son Colin regrets the abuse claim, which he made on Instagram in a post that has since been deleted. I have nothing to hide. I'm out here on ET doing an interview in the middle of my lunch break at work. John, just so everybody understands, Colin spent two years in a special needs program. He was placed there uh, against his will and was misdiagnosed. His main disability is PTSD, which is stemmed from the abuse of his mother. So are you saying Kate has been abusive to Colin in the past? Uh, yes, I have the evidence to prove that. And, you know, she better watch what she's saying. Kate has denied abusing Colin, calling the claims absolutely unfounded. What do you think her motives are? I think her motives are fame, money, and those have always been her motives, and getting herself back on TV. I'm dating again, finally. Kate's last reality show, Kate Plus Date, it was canceled last year. John, do you have a message for Kate? Kate, the message to you is to stop, unless you don't want to have any ounce of any relationship with your children in the future. You're ruining that. It's not about me. It's about how they have to live their life by you making false accusations about things that never occurred. Listen, in the end, all that matters is that these kids are healthy and safe. Okay, let's keep moving. Nashville and the country music world are still buzzing about the surprise ending of the ACMs. You know what, let's check in with Rachel Smith because she is still right there in the middle of it all. I am, Kev. It was an awesome show. We talked to all the big winners and what a history-making night for Carrie Underwood. How does it feel holding that statue right now? It feels great. We have a tie. Keith, what is happening right now? 2020, man. I like to share. <laughs> I like to share with people. Yeah, tied for Entertainer of the Year with <laughs> Carrie Underwood. I know. My, my heart is, is racing so hard right now. Of course, it's 2020. Nothing's going to be like normal. Good, bad, tied, whatever. But honey, you've got that statue and you've worked hard to prove it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, Carrie forgot to thank her hubby and sons, but she had a lot to do, performing in quick changing twice with some DIY style. Standing in your cardigan. Taylor Swift went low key chic, doing her own hair and makeup. When Stefani fringed it up for her duet with Winter Blake, the couple green screened in from LA. Voila! Welcome back to the Bluebird Cafe, everybody conveniently avoiding the same Nashville venue as his ex, the ACM's all-time most decorated winner, Miranda Lambert. But was Gwen shading her ex? She posted this photoshopped pic of her and Blake. The original was with Gavin Rossdale. Fans freaked when tweeting, Gavin is literally out of the picture. After one margarita, two margarita, three. With 17 songs about drinking. The stars were definitely ready to let loose. Marin Morris. After like having a baby and not doing anything for six months, this is a lot of adrenaline. Ah, this is so crazy. What are you gonna tell? 
your hand on your butt. Oh my gosh, all the feels, girl. I am just so overwhelmed and so thankful. Dan and Shay. I'm scrambled right now, so I'm like trying to process it all. As a presenter, you know, you're looking and wanting to feed off of the crowd, but no crowd feeding off of this time. No. They say, imagine the audience is naked. So what I did tonight is that I imagined all the seats were unupholstered, and that helped me uh, to get through it. He's never at a loss. So it was big news when the Kardashians announced they were ending their hit show, right? Yeah, we were all shocked by that, but don't worry. There is a new reality royal family ready to take over. Only I'm in Oklahoma with the Bradshaw Bunch. I would never leave here. If you never leave here, you can't afford to stay here. (laughs) This is not the Kardashians. (laughs) So what are you all going to provide that maybe could fill the void? And how are you different? Someone's got to step in there and make that $100 million. And we feel like, why not us? When we came together as a family, We did everything in our power to not have any situations that would create drama between the three girls. That's the way it is. (laughs) Welcome to the Bradshaw's nearly 9,000 square foot home and 744 acre horse farm. Look at this big sucker. This is the idyllic setting of the Bradshaw Bunch, premiering tonight on E! The eight episode series follows the couple and their three daughters, Rachel, Lacey, and Aaron. Hey, look, I found out that Aaron had a boob job. Hi, how's it going? Hey, pool party. She had a boob job. You know, why hadn't she told me? I'm wondering if parents are out there going, that's none of his business. And they're right. I was going to say, it really isn't. That was none of my business, but it was funny. Crashing the interview were a few of the couple's ten dogs. Sit. Sit. Good boy. And eventually their eldest daughter, 33-year-old Rachel, joined us on this very hot Oklahoma day. You want to sit on my sweat rag? (laughs) She quickly told us stories about growing up with a hashtag girl dad. I'd be too scared to bring anybody home. Oh, I was like, it was like my first date. And I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. Dad's like, he was what eight. are you wearing? And then asked him to go back into his office. We were having so much fun. What did you say he to met him you? in the office? He was a senior. She was he a told me he was going to beat on. the crap out of his dad if he hurt me. <laughs> Not him, his dad. Him and his dad. Okay, this show's going to be good, know. even if it's just to see Tammy pull off constant pranks on Terry. Boo! Oh, stop! You're going to kill me. It's not right, really. What's the best prank you've pulled Um, We had a big trunk at the foot of the bed. So one night we got ready to go to bed. I got in the bedroom first, and I climbed inside of the trunk. (laughs) And I just jumped up and yelled, would you like to reenact your (laughs) your Eat down my leg. (laughs) But moving on now to Rita Wilson. She and Tom Hanks, they're healthy now, but back in March, the couple was diagnosed with COVID-19. This morning, Rita gave E.T. the exclusive details on their health battle. First you thought, oh, I've got a fever. But the chills then added on to that, and those were really tough. I lost my sense of taste and smell. The entire time I had a, a, a headache that was so extremely painful. One of the things that I do like about what you and Tom have done, you've decided to, to make this a purpose now. So you decided you were going to partner with the American Nurses Association, right? The nurses are the ones that are on the front lines. They are there making it a point to be there so that we can be healthy. One of the ways we can do that is by getting a flu shot. 
Another family struggle Rita is turning into a positive, her son Chet's battle with addiction. She's got a brand new song, What I Would Say. I wanted to write a song that sort of exorcised the negative thoughts that you get when you worry so profoundly about somebody that you love. Now to TV news. Will a Who's the Boss fan favorite make a return for the reboot? Smush gonna try to kiss me again. You wish. <laughs> Only we're with Judith Light, her new TV show and reunion with Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano. You know, I love them. You know, it was a huge portion of my life. Then exclusive details on the Fresh Prince cast reunion. I was like, <gasps> In a tour of the show's Bel Air mansion. There's like a lot of surprises. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. I feel like Will Smith is going to hop out of this taxi any minute. We are at the original house from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and we are going to take you inside in just a little bit. But first, another classic sitcom is coming back. Who's the boss? But will Judith Light come back too? I'm proud of you, Tony. You're gonna make it through puberty after all. <laughs> I know that Who's the Boss is in the works of being remade uh, with Tony and Alyssa. Is there any chance you make an appearance on there? I don't know, we'll just see how things unfold, but I am really supportive of them and of the show. For eight seasons, Judith starred as the single mom who hires Tony Danza as her Manny. We both knew that there was that kind of chemistry between us and that nobody else had really done that with him. And we just click in that particular way. Judith says she has other projects lined up, but we're crossing our fingers for an Angela and Tony reunion. You know, it was a huge portion of my life and, you know, I, I love it. And I'm, you know, I love them, so. Oh my Lord. Judith is almost unrecognizable in a short gray wig for her latest dramatic role as Bobby, the mother of Richard Jewell, the man falsely accused of the Atlanta Olympic bombing. They don't do this to people who did nothing, Richard. To see what happened with Bobby, Jewell, and Richard, and how their lives were completely overrun, devastated, and I don't know that they ever recovered. Richard died when he was 44 years old of diabetes. I mean, I, I think he, in many ways, died of a broken heart. You can watch a two-time Emmy winner on Manhunt Deadly Games beginning Monday on CBS. And you know what? While Judith was on Who's the Boss, Will Smith became the Fresh Prince. You're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. We're inside that Bel Air mansion. How you can spend the night here. It really is a magical experience. Plus, our exclusive with Tatiana Ali, revealing details about the cast's big reunion. <gasps> oh. Then, it's Thursday. Are long distance relationships a waste of time? That's coming up next on ET. I am in front of the iconic Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mansion. It is for rent next month for $30 in honor of the 30th anniversary. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight. The jaw-dropping 6.5 million, 6,400 square foot mansion was featured in the show Open. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. The exterior shots and this scene of Will giving DJ Jazzy Jeff the boot. Ah! 
<laughs> no, no. Jazzy Jeff Bell. Come on, let's get a look inside this thing. <laughs> this is amazing. I mean, you walk in here and it is instant nostalgia. You got the game table, you have the grand piano in here. This is where you will stay if you rent the Fresh Prince of Bel Air Airbnb. There'll be five nights available for two guests. You can hear Carlton dancing upstairs. This wall right here, the mini sneakers that he actually wore on the show. Now we are in the backyard. Now you might remember a smaller courtyard from the Fresh Prince. That was on a studio lot. This is the actual backyard. Will is kind of an honorary hometown hero in Bel Air. Only E.T. was with him 30 years ago, even before the show's debut. Welcome to the Fresh Prince Bel Air Tour 90. It's a party going on right here. This is great, I think I'm gonna like Bel Air. Another person who treasured her time in Bel Air, Will's on-screen little cousin, Tatiana Ali, and she spoke with Kevin, giving exclusive details about the much-anticipated on-screen reunion. Now this is a story all about how What about this um, HBO Max reunion? What can you tell us? There, I think there are like a lot of surprises for us. It's been three decades now. I know. 30? I know. Right. I'm that old, am I? Oh my God. <laughs> The reunion special is shrouded in secrecy, but here's what we know. It was shot last week and will air on HBO Max around Thanksgiving. According to this sneak peek posted by Will, he also appears to have ended his 27-year feud with Aunt Viv number one, Janet Hubert. I need to come up with something up my sleeve. Yeah. Maybe I'll stuff my bra with tissues. I was so sure looking like this would make me popular. Action. E.T. first met an 11-year-old Tatiana during season one in 1990. How long would you like to see this show run for? Forever. <laughs> um, just as, as long as it can. You know, I think it's a great show. 16 set visits followed over the years, including the show's final taping in 1996. Tatiana's like a little sister to me, you know? It makes me uncomfortable to see her sitting on her boyfriend's lap and all, you know? Yo, he's back, man, he's back. Can we show you something real quick? Oh, this is you. This is you on. Hold on. This is you. 1996, I think. Yeah. I'm gonna miss learning. I mean, life lessons, every kind of lesson you can possibly imagine. I've learned on the set. That's the last episode. Yes. She has cake on her face. I think Will and Alf were throwing cake. Yes. Yes, they were throwing cake. Oh. This fall, you can see the 41-year-old mom of two in her new faith-based film, The Reason. I can make him better. I can save him. Tatiana plays a doctor who bears witness to a miracle in a young patient with leukemia. There's no moral reason why bad things happen to, you know, innocent children, to, to yeah. good people, and that's what it tries to tackle. There's a, there's a letting go and letting God that happens to all of these characters in the film. And as for The Fresh Prince, Will recently confirmed his reboot is in development and has been picked up for two seasons at the Peacock streaming service, but there's a twist. The concepts in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reimagined as a drama. I think it's brilliant. And flipping it and making it a drama, I just think is so dope. I think that's part of this lasting power of the sitcom is that it was based in, you know, real stuff. 
By the way, that concept came from a viral trailer that Fresh Prince superfan Morgan Cooper made and posted on YouTube. Will loved it, and now it's a show. All right, now it's time for Thursday with Matthew Hussey. He's got advice for those of you giving long-distance love a try. Long distance is the wrong distance, Sue. Deal breaker. One of the dangers of long distance is that someone can amp up your emotions without actually having to invest very much. Blah, 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 blah. Giving you the exact right answer. So how do you know if someone's actually gonna invest in you? Understand more about their intentions by asking a couple of simple questions. Okay, question one. If I felt the way they say they're feeling, what actions would I be taking? You name it. And if what they're doing is a world apart from what you would be doing in that situation, then you have a real problem. It's a big problem. I do not have a you problem. You have a problem. Look, 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 look. And of course, when someone is telling you why they're not taking the action, they will give you very elaborate and sometimes very legitimate excuses for that. I'm just like super busy right now. The simpler explanation is that they're just not that committed to making it work. And that simple explanation is far more likely to be the correct one. That's the only explanation for it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't try and make a long distance relationship work. It simply means that you should give your energy to people who are willing to make the same level of sacrifice that you are. Coming up, the Emmys are just three days away and we've got some behind the scenes scoop from the host, Jimmy Kimmel. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. It's so nice to see all these friends here. Make sure you join us tomorrow for everything that you didn't see from the epic Brad and Jen Fast Times reunion. I know everyone's salivating for that. Um, by the way, you know, Jimmy Kimmel is a part of that. And this Sunday, he is hosting the 72nd Emmy Awards at ABC. The show will be broadcast from 114 locations around the world. No one goes home a loser. They'll already be at home. The nominees were sent these do-it-yourself camera packages so they can appear on the broadcast. Just think about having a Zoom with your family and how complicated that is. Multiply that by like a million, and that's what we're dealing with here. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You don't strike me as a man to give up easily. No, sir, I'm not. Over 80 million viewers have made Tracker America's number one TV show. Please find my husband. I'll do whatever I can. Someone's missing. This is the guy you want looking for. Founder, I got your location. I'm Coulter Shaw. I'm here to take you home. The CBS original, Tracker. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me DJ and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. 
It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.